Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Walkinverse Reports. In this episode, we're going to look at a program called MADE up in Canada, where murder is a human right. I came across an article the other day uh, from Canada, and it claimed that how in Canada, death is a constitutional right. Canada believes that murder is okay. They have a program now that came out around uh, 2016 called MADE. And the whole premise of it is respect for human dignity. Allow a person to die how they see fit, when they see fit. So basically, if they're in pain and suffering, they can off themselves whenever they want. It's actually lunacy more than anything else. And it's so bad that a lawyer who was helping out a woman by the name of Margaret Marcella said this. His name is Hugh Schur. Quote, while other countries have explored extending assisted suicide to minors, those governments have insisted on substantial safeguards including parental notification and consent. Canada is poised to become the most permissive euthanasia regime in the world, including for minors and people with other psychiatric illness, having already removed the foreseeability of death or terminal illness as an essential condition to access euthanasia or assisted suicide, end quote. This is nothing more than genocide. It's one of the steps in extermination. In Canada, Deliberate murder of baby has now become mainstream. It's normalized. And how they normalize it is by using outliers. To push intentional murder of these children, they claim, you know, it's for the children because some children are born without part of their brain, without a lung, or whatever type of defect. When in actuality, those are very rare cases. But it's the rare cases they use to pull the heartstrings of people. And again, it's all about the children. There's a doctor by the name of David Lesky. He's a pediatric palliative care specialist. He says this, quote, Some babies are born missing the upper layers of their brain. They have a brainstem that will keep their hearts beating and their lungs breathing. But there is no exception they would ever experience thought or emotion or higher brain function. Stop right there. How does he know? Is he God now? Well, apparently in Canada, doctors are the gods. So is the state. Let me continue on. Quote, We can sometimes keep their body alive for years. But that child would never be able to process the outside world in a cognitive way, end quote. How does he know? How many children have you seen were born with defects to grown to be amazing, uh, you know, human beings? Look at Helen Keller. Under this rule, Helen Keller would have been executed <laughs> at birth because she was blind and deaf. They considered her dumb, but she went on to do some really great things. The problem we face today is that people no longer have faith in God. They have faith in the medical establishment, which we have seen through coronavirus and everything else, that it's a fraud. So for example, here's again this doctor saying something else that's kind of annoying. Quote, some families ask, if they're going to die at the end of this anyway, maybe three weeks from now, and we don't believe they're going to have a meaningful, positive experiences between then and now, why must we all have to go through a period of waiting? So basically, just, just kill the kids, is what, what they're saying. And the thing, too, is that it's a play on words. We don't believe. Well, don't believe isn't concrete. They don't know. They don't believe. They're not sure. But hey, you know, let's just wipe out the kids anyway, get rid of them. And you know what? We'll save tax money because our failed healthcare system doesn't work and we'll have to take the load off by just killing people. It's so bad that most of these programs 
need informed consent. But a child that's zero to one years old cannot give you consent. So basically, made it's just state-sanctioned murder. And without the baby's consent, a parent can just execute their kids if they don't want them any longer because this child could be a burden to them and their lifestyle. Remember, the whole premise of made was about pain and suffering. And a baby can't talk, correct? So to them, what are the signs to look out for? Well, think about it. if a child cries, is colic, um, restless. Wouldn't that be a sign of maybe being in pain? So therefore, you have to kill them. And again, this whack job, David Liskey says this, quote, we can take away suffering and we need to look for all those signs. It's just unbelievable to me that these doctors who took a Hippocratic oath don't even believe in the oath they took. And again, in Canada, they push it even further. So not only do they want to kill kids, they finance the brainwashing to kill kids through their activity book. So in Canada, they have an activity book called the Made Activity Book, and it normalizes murder by claiming that when someone can't go on in life because they're too much in pain, they can use Made as long as they're 18 years old. Quote, a person can only have Made if they're at least 18 years old, and if they have a serious illness or disability that hurts their body or their mind so that it feels too hard to keep on living. Then they go on further and normalize lethal injection as a medicine. It's used to confuse the kids that are using these activity books. And by the way, the activity books is between 6 and 12, I think the ages were, for the children to partake in. With this uh, activity little booklet, it says this, quote, The person having made will get three different medicines. Get that? When you have a prisoner on death row, they get, what, multiple injections. One basically induces a coma. The other one, um, I think, stops the heart. Exact same thing. This isn't medicine. This is a lethal injection. Quote, there are usually given in an IV. The needle is taken out and the straw can be used to send medicine straight into the person's body in their blood. This is basically Mr. Rogers' version of murder. There is no other way of looking at this. And the author, who's a complete nut job, believes that euthanasia is a healthy medical choice, but yet nowhere do they ever mention mental health. So the key elements to prove death in Canada under this program are loneliness, poverty, or abandonment. Now, they're going to tell you it's not, but I'm going to share some with you in a little bit, where poverty is actually a reason why doctors sign off on it, because rather than have a person being homeless, just whack them, you know? It's easier that way, right? Let's train on their, their socialized medicine. Anyway, they don't talk about mental health. And when a person's already in a suicidal state, death is usually a normal response for them. They want to end their life. And so May just makes it that much easier. Rather than get them the help they need, just let them kill themselves. The entire MAID program is just another cover for mass extermination. It's the same thing that Mao did. It's the same thing that Stalin did. It's the same thing that Hitler did. It's just a way to reduce population of a certain class of citizens in order to push an agenda and make sure that your goals are achieved. And in this book, we're going to look at some of the... Uh, sections that are ridiculous. So they try to teach kids in this activity book that death is better than living. They tell kids because medical means science of medication and assistance means to help. It's okay for the state to kill you. Quote, a doctor or nurse practitioner, a nurse with special training, uses medicine to stop the person's body from working. When their body stops working, the person dies. Isn't that just so sweet the way they make a sound? What they just explained to a six-year-old is that it's lethal injection is okay. So rather than find an alternative solution to help ease pain or a mental problem, 
just kill yourself. Inject with this medicine. And when you think about this, what's the difference between murder by a person or murder by the government? Nothing. One sanctioned and considered legal. The other is not. Remember earlier how I talked about they had a few things for death. You had to be at least 18, have a serious illness. But again, serious isn't defined. Have a disability that hurts. Well, any disability is going to hurt. I mean, God, I have gout. And when that flares up, it's very painful. So what, should I apply for bait and kill myself because I can't handle the pain? No, I shouldn't. I should find other alternative solutions that are maybe natural. And if medicines don't help, except for the ones they inject, you can kill yourself. Well, we know that medicines don't help because they're not medicines. They're drugs by big pharma. So of course, they're not designed to help you. They're designed to kill you. Or there's no cure available. Again, defined by whom? Because if we have seen, there are cures, but they won't make them available. So instead, they want you to kill yourself. I want you to listen to this clip, though, how it's not just about being in pain. If you're in poverty or going to be in poverty, a doctor will sign off to allow you to commit suicide. Amir Farsoud has applied for medically assisted dying, known as MAID. He lives in constant agony due to a back injury, but has started the process for end of life because his rooming house is up for sale and he can't find anywhere else to live that he can afford. He barely survives on Ontario disability support payments, which are just over $1,200 a month. He doesn't want to die, but being homeless is not an option. So as you can see, it's not just about being in pain and suffering. If you're homeless or going to be in poverty, you can kill yourself. And the doctors will also sign off. Listen to this part now. Farsud meets the criteria for MAID, physical suffering due to disability that cannot be relieved. His doctor, who knows Farsud's real reason for MAID is his fear of being homeless, signed off on the application in August. So as you can see, MAID was never about truly suffering and pain. It's about genocide in Trudeau's Canada. Now, we're going to look at the activity book. Throughout this activity book, they use the word medicine. It's just a tactic as a play on words. It's propaganda. By using the word medicine, they can soften the blow of premeditated murder. So basically, when you say that someone's fallen asleep, that sounds a hell of a lot better than saying death or murder. It's all about perception. It's so twisted that they even have the kids answer questions about being in the room with a loved one when they're injecting them with this lethal toxin. One of the questions was, where would you like to be when the person is having made? Having made. <laughs> Interesting, right? Interesting choice of words for a kid. And the options for a child to select were in the room with the person, nearby but not in the room, somewhere else that feels familiar, school, camp, a friend or family member's home. Then they continue on on another page and ask the question if they want to play with something or have a coloring book while the state murders their family members or their loved ones. The question is, if you're going to visit them, what would you like to bring? One option was to hold onto something you feel comfortable with, like a special blanket, jewelry, photo, or toy. Another one was to do to help you feel comfortable or to pass the time, like read a book, crayons, a coloring book, or music to listen to. Or would you like to give something to that person? Now, how can you give something to somebody who just been injected with a drug that puts him in a coma, as stated by the book, the first injection can kill? 
And then, of course, they end with one more lie. Quote, remember that even though the person has died, we can keep their memory close to us by thinking and talking about them or by doing things that they enjoy or wanted to do. Again, the people didn't die. They were murdered. As a society, we have completely, as a society, we have completely lost our minds. And just like Robert Kane Papas said, if you repeat a lie often enough, people will believe it. It really is public brainwashing and misinformation. I don't know how much more people will tolerate, but if you don't stand up now and start using something called logical thinking, nobody's going to be left. If you want to download the activity book, the link is in the description of the podcast. If you want to have more information about this topic, you can read the article I wrote on my website at walkinverse.substack.com. Again, thank you for listening. I hope everybody has a wonderful and amazing new year. This is the last episode of this season. And next year, we're going to start new and I'll try to at least get out one a week if possible. Worst case scenario, two a month, but I am shooting for at least one podcast per week. I again want to thank everyone for following me and listening to these podcasts. And of course, I want to wish everyone a happy and a wonderful new year. Going forward in 2023, if there's a topic you'd like me to cover, shoot me an email or even hit me up on my Substack page. All right, everybody. Until next year, I'm signing off. If you enjoy the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.